Well, I I saw Tenet this week. Oh, I've I've, I've heard bad have, things. Have you heard Have you heard about Tenet Tenet Paul Paul? Have you heard of this Tenet? I I I have. Uh, but as as a uh, uh, Paul, I I only like the the movies about the keyboards. Mm. <laughs> if it's not uh, Great Balls of Fire or something of that ilk, fuck it. I mean, half the songs that Paul Schaefer did would just be like one word, you know, like the, mm. I, the letters. It just go letters, <laughs> and then he do the thing like to tell the band to all stop at the same time. I understand that he is a very talented musician, but I sure as hell have never seen it. It it feels like he gets sort of billed as like he's doing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes, but I've only ever known him as being uh uh David Letterman's band leader because of nepotism, correct? They are cousins, is that right? What, for real? I think that they're related. I know like Paul Schaefer, isn't he Canadian? Maybe I'm wrong on this. I, I frequently he's in, am. He's, he's in a bunch of old, like, 70s movies. Uh, I have a correction on myself. Oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> I, I think that uh, a few episodes ago I said that... I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. That I Uh, Folks, welcome to the Department of Corrections. Yeah, uh, Joe Pesci, uh, his brother was not in the Four Seasons, but he was very good friends with the members of the Four Seasons and made a recommendation as like a, while he was still a teenager, that got the band together and they considered him their little brother, but there's nobody actually, actually related to him in the band. It's like, God, jeez, fellas. Oh, you all sound so good when you're out there doing your thing. Maybe uh, you could start some band or something. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. And and they made him the official shine boy for the Four Seasons. <laughs> he was so happy he'd go get his shine box and a big smile on his face as he shined them shoes up. Well, I'm glad that you brought up... Uh... Uh, correcting. I also, I also have one this week for the Department of Corrections. <clears throat> Folks, I received a handful of uh, messages and emails this past week saying, "Hey, what's the deal with the first five minutes of the podcast? It's just you talking with no AJ. Where was AJ?" And um, to that, I say, you have my most sincere, heartfelt apologies <laughs> that it's just me talking to no one. Uh, I'd like to explain a bit if I could. You see, <clears throat> AJ was uh, escaping down a chute into the garbage compactor. And uh, I had just uh, set my headphones down and walked away for a second. And he kept telling me to shut down all the garbage smashers. And I was just out. Doo, 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 doo. Doo, 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 doo. I was watching Little Baby Bum on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess I could go back and uh, fix that, but I probably won't. I think it's fun. It's like a little mystery to try and figure out. Um, I've never, I've never brought the. I mean, we've we've talked about Garfield and Heathcliff now. Um, maybe, maybe it's just like a dry run of G- Garfield without Garfield. Maybe this is uh, our podcast without me, just and talking to himself like a a madman. That was that now. Now this is going to sound crazy. One of the ideas I wrote down this week was one of us leaves and the other one has to vamp. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, I mean, maybe I I haven't listened to that episode yet. So how did it go? I mean, I guess it's not like a true exercise yeah. that that exercise because I was talking to you, just nobody else could hear it. I was I was uh yeah, I was just talking to it was like I was on the phone. Like I was just responding to questions. Oh yeah. And then well, I would That's scary to me because I I know that uh like the original Bob Newhart comedy recordings where he'd talk on the phone, there was another guy. It was a it was a two man bit and then Bob Newhart realized it worked just as good without the other guy there at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's awful. <laughs> so, I yeah, don't... let's not do that. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't like Bob Newhart as much. <laughs> Although the bit is better with only one person, I will say. Yeah. Um, The only good two-sided phone call bit is the Jerky Boys. <laughs> What if they did that? What if it's Bob Newhart prank phone call record? Yeah, what if that's like, like in, the Jerky Boys? Instead of occasionally, just like once every five or six years, taking a role like, oh, I'm I'm gonna be Papa Elf, if mm-hmm. if he just decided he was gonna be a shock jock and and crank call people, a crank call a Bob Newhart crank call record where he's just like. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, listen here, fig nuts. And then it's like, it's on the other end. It's a Cajun guy. And he got so mad, he spilled his hot gumbo all over his lap. Like, just explaining what the other guys. He's getting so <laughs> mad right now. Oh, my God. We, um. yeah, you know what we could do? It, with this idea is maybe not record a new episode of us where one of us is talking and the other is not. But um, we could just release the audio from the episode that got fucked up. Mm-hmm. Which one was that? Oh, it was the it was the comedy record. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't we just. But put it was on- me. It's me that you don't have on that one. Right. Or is it. I believe it's Only... me that's missing from that oh, one. So fuck. it would just be an hour of you talking <laughs> without me. And it's even weirder than a normal episode. Okay. Because we're, we're pretending to do an improv, an hour of improv together on stage. We'll put that on the Patreon. If you're a subscriber, <laughs> uh, we'll release it as a bonus material. The much... I, I would say... Way that better than way what better, we actually... Way better, way funnier than what we actually ended up putting out. We were just, we were really in the groove and we, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Zencaster.com screwed the pooch, lost half of the audio, and uh, there was nothing that they could do. It was a real mystery what happened on that fateful night, but we lost one of the all-timers. And it, uh... Oh, it hurts me to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I tried to stay really positive uh, when we did it again. And just within five minutes of, of being into it, I was like, oh, this isn't it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> texting you and you were like, let's look. Let's it remember, went from being we are like all we dear friends. making the mask to uh, I'm doing all the lines from the mask. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, right? Smoking. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Do you got a? Yeah, I've got, got an idea, idea for, for this podcast. This one is called Fun Facts, but that is facts spelled F-A-X. So this, this is. I'm just curious where facts is going to go because. Um, this is going to be an exploration of 80s and 90s fax memes. The fax machine invented the meme. Oh, is that uh, true? Yeah. Th- I mean, all kinds of shitty cartoons and cuss words and uh, 
titty pics and uh, what whatnot were just sent to people via fax machine. Once that was a like in 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 the nineteen eighties, the fax machine was magical. It was the internet before the internet, and okay. lots of uh, I, I would imagine that uh, a, a lot of Scott Adams' greatest ideas uh, probably came from some other weirdo in another city who uh, was sending him memes over a fax machine. So in in a way, he probably didn't even really write Dilbert. Mm. We just keep coming for Scott Adams on this. Yeah, fuck that guy. Program. Yeah. Scott, I'm sorry, but you're the dud of the week. Yeah. That was a toilet sound. But but we could also uh I, I think there could be an a historical aspect uh to this podcast, but there there could also be a uh uh fun retro like a we we could try to bring fax machines back. You know how it's it's cool to listen to music on a mm-hmm. on vinyl or an audio tape. Maybe maybe the the coolest way to send memes are directly to your favorite people via the fax machine that they uh, bought secondhand. Now, do you have to have a phone line for the fax machine to work? Yeah, you probably yeah you do. Oh. That's a that's a. That's a bummer. But hey, if you still live at your parents' house, maybe maybe they haven't disconnected the phone. Because I think my printer does faxes, like it has a phone line. Yeah, I, I I've got one of those a... giant weird printers, and I've never used it for that. Oh, you know what? I just set up a I just set up a, a network attached storage. I got a little uh, server in my basement now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I could set up my printer to be accessible from um, from the internet, so that you could send send uh, images to my printer from wherever you are. Yeah, kind of like and, a, and, and the great thing about it is they don't have any choice. They're gonna see this thing. It's just gonna <laughs> like, as long as there's paper and ink in that printer, they don't have a choice about it. It's like, hey, look at this. That would be pretty funny if I did that and then just because the printer is up on on the top of the desk above the where you sit. Mm -hmm. And so Laura would be doing her real job from home all day and then just keep dropping papers on her with like a. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the first few times she's going to be like, what the heck? I didn't tell that thing to print anything. And then it's going to be whatever whatever you want it to be that she is to look at uh it's pepe in the theater watching tenet <laughs> yeah that's uh i went to a bar one time maybe like six or seven years ago and i was just thinking about this and it's what gave me the idea but this one really drunk guy in his 50s just brought like probably a hundred to two hundred sheets of computer paper into the bar with him and it was just like he wanted to show people that people used to do this and how much he missed it and it was just, it was just kind of me and my buddy being like oh you got to check out the internet man you're gonna love it <laughs> you're gonna love this shit it's called the internet oh man <laughs> but it i i talked to that guy for like an hour and i was like yeah that does sound awesome that you know you're not expecting it all and, and then all of a sudden a piece of hardware and in your office or home just comes to life and prints out a joke that your friend sent you. Oh, you know what? Last Christmas, we got a bunch of aunts and uncles, these digital picture frames where you could email a picture and it would just add it to the digital picture frame. (laughs) What if we just got each other a couple of those? Just I'm going to make mine open. I, I'll give that information out to who, who, whoever. Just <laughs> a- anybody want it? You can have it. Just have two of those little picture frames in our houses, and uh, just put the put the email address for the podcast as the 
email address so anytime anyone sends a picture there it just adds it to our little picture yeah that's that's a great idea and then at the end of the year we could we could do a slideshow for people of, yeah. of what they've given to us and it's just the picture of the guy sitting on the jar and it breaks inside his butt over and over <laughs> possibility oh that's that that one's i don't like that one it's so it, it's the Some quietness of the, i i like pure gross out and not full-on body horror in my squeamish internet videos yeah the fact that the guy doesn't even go like ouch he's just like silently like uh oh yeah now there's a jar in my butt well Uh. this went from uh bad to worse (laughs) i don't know i i I got nervous and clenched you just see him go pick up the phone and he gets a fax that says call someone else yeah, hello. Yeah, Terrence, you'll never believe what I just did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Again. Yep. <laughs> he's a he's a guy. He's a big Mexican guy with a big sombrero, and he's and he's shooting his guns in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, uh. Do you have any ideas for a podcast this week? Um, yes, I uh, I, I I haven't I haven't ironed out all the details on this, but you know how in the Star Trek shows, uh, their favorite board game is uh, three dimensional three dimensional chess. chess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I think it's time that we gave another classic game the three-dimensional treatment. That's why I want to create three-dimensional family feud. <laughs> okay. So I think I'm not sure if it would be like you'd have to do it like on a, a kind of a like a Hollywood Squares type set where you have like three levels you know like a big broadway show where they have like scaffolding and so there's a a family on the ground floor and then a family in the middle and then a family (laughs) on top oh you are going to i was i was thinking more uh abstractly i was thinking that there would be three questions and they had to give answers uh that applied to all three of the questions oh that is a better idea than what but I came that, that's, up with. That's real, real. Like I'd rather, I'd rather be the carpenter to build that set than to try to come up with a season's worth of three questions that random people are going to answer the same answers for all of them. You could make, you could do the, you know, the make another family have to guess what the. Oh yeah. What they all have in common. See, it could work both ways, right? Are, are we going to have a different uh, feud host on each floor? Like Steve Harvey on the bottom, uh, Richard mm-hmm. Dawson's Bones on the second floor, and then that guy who offed himself on the top? <laughs> so we're not even going to... We can't put Louis Anderson on the top. <laughs> yeah, so Louis Anderson. What about Richard Karn? Uh, we're leaving him out. <laughs> He's the Damn. worst. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I feel bad about. <laughs> I like both Richard Carn and Louis Anderson. Honestly, what like I, I I got offensive with that, didn't I? Yeah, I was mean about all of those. Hosts. Well, I don't know. Perhaps Richard Carn's politics aren't so hot. I I don't know. I I don't follow Richard Carn. Well, you know, because Tim Allen turned out to be such a dingus. It's just Tim Allen just doesn't seem like I know he started up as a started out as a stand up. But of of all people who have been comedians, I just I don't know that Tim Allen has ever made me laugh. And I 
never liked this the Santa Claus. Like it's turned into a classic that people love, and I'm like, oh no! What a, I, I was bored by that movie as a kid. I I don't want to go back and watch that. I I like the Santa Claus. Although, the first one, right? I think that the elves fucking suck in that movie. There's like, there's David Crumholtz. Yeah. <laughs> but he's kind of got like the hair like the guy from Counting Crows for some reason. But it's just a bunch of like sassy little kids. It's not, they're not like magical elves. Um, But I had a thought the other day when I was watching the Santa Claus, as I do pretty much. I mean, after I get home from work, I like to put put on the DVD and just unwind. Well, where will where will Neil get his sweaters once the circus leaves town? <laughs> um, it's 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 also true that I haven't watched that movie since uh, my balls dropped. So I there could have been a lot that went over my head that I. Missed um, out on, I don't know. But no, it, really. like I remember being like, This isn't that great. Let's watch Home Alone as as a as a, a wee lad. Oh no, but my thought was um you know he just like startles Santa Claus and Santa Claus falls off the house and dies and then he's like, Well, the rules say you're Santa Claus now. And he just turns into Santa and he has like the power to like, you know, go down the chimney and all that. And I was like, what if he died? Like on the first house, he just slipped off the house and fell too. (laughs) And then I thought, what if someone killed him? What if he went into a house and got shot? Would he then, would the guy who shot him become Santa Claus? And then I thought, what if a serial killer killed Tim Allen at the end of the Santa Claus and then we made a sequel where it was like evil Santa Claus who can come into your house through magic? Yeah. But uh, but he has just a bloodlust. Have, have you seen NOS 4A2 on Hulu? <laughs> Nose for Nosferatu. No. There's there's a lot of sim not not it not one to one, but it's it's a it's a magical uh serial killer who lives in a Santa village show. Wait, it's not about like a vampire? He's uh in a sense a vampire, but not a a, a your traditional vampire. I'd like to see more horror movies get into the the Santa Claus kind of rule book. You know how they make a lot of these Groundhog Day style movies now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Spider-Man follows the Santa Claus rule book. And so does the Highlander. The, fir- the, the first one, anyway. Yeah. It's just that sequel. I, I don't know what the Santa Claus 2 did, but uh, I'm sure they the didn't have Santa a Dr. Claus Octopus. It's called... <laughs> It's uh, it's called the Mrs. Claus, where he he finds out that he'll be uh, fired from his job as Santa Claus if he doesn't find a bride. But maybe he, I haven't seen it. Maybe he gets married to Doctor Octopus. Hmm. They have Judge Reinhold as Doctor Octopus in the second one. They were setting it up from the very beginning. I did like Judge Reinhold in that. I, I, I vaguely remember his uh, uh, stopping believing in Santa Claus very young because he didn't get his Oscar Mayer uh, his weenie, weenie whistle. whistle. Yeah, and that that was. I was like, that was that was pretty tight. What kind of kid just wants a weenie whistle for Christmas? Yeah. We all know what weenie whistle <laughs> means, too. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to start a band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A man band. <laughs> was that like something you had to buy? Or was that just like a a giveaway? 
Like, yeah, it, did, did his parents like, like not buy hot dogs the week that they were giving those out, or they just yeah, just parents fighting in the stores over the last weenie whistle. It's the hottest gift that all the children are looking for this year: the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle. And then this like, little piece of plastic right <laughs> they're here. They're all gone, and Dad's like close enough, and like brings home a a weenie trombone and hopes that's gonna <laughs> pass. This is our idea for a uh, crossover sequel between Jingle All the Way, where a serial killer kills <laughs> Tim Allen, and then it's also a flashback to uh, when Judge Reinhold's dad, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, can't get the weenie whistle. And it's going to be a, a series on Netflix. It's going to be like the Cobra Kai treatment where the. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's the. Is Judge Reinhold the bad guy? Is there even a bad guy in that movie? Close. Closest thing to it. I think in all Christmas movies that there isn't a clear bad guy. It's just implied that the Grinch is just just off camera. <laughs> <laughs> like all those Hallmark movies, you're just like, oh, I hope the Grinch doesn't show up. Oh, <laughs> fuck. What if the Grinch is here? Last Christmas movie I was in, the Grinch showed up. <laughs> it's like we, we know, all screamed and ran away. <laughs> you know, in a movie when someone cuts their foot in water, you're like, oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah. Here comes the shark. Like you just you just assume that sharks are coming anytime there's blood and water in a movie. Oof. What if you had that? The reaction? other the other one when as soon as you said foot, I was thinking about that nail on the steps in a quiet place. Like I spent that whole movie being like, would somebody fucking hammer that nail down? Mm. Even after somebody steps on it, it's like you didn't hammer it down. Somebody else is gonna do that. <laughs> What if every time you watched a Christmas movie and people started to have Christmas joy, you were like, oh, no. Oh, that Grinch is going to get here any minute. <sighs> and, and there's like, a, you, you know how uh, Fro Frodo has a sting and it will glow when an orc is around. Like there should be a magic candy cane that glows green when the Grinch <laughs> is about. You, you know, you got to move somewhere else somewhere somewhere better fast you gotta get out of there the grinch is coming yeah it, it's time for the grinch to be a movie monster instead of just uh remaking it over and over again and making it worse and worse let's give him a bloodlust yeah he's been living in that cave what's he been eating oh my god what if the Whoville grinch citizens? killed tim allen i i would probably change uh, uh, who I was supporting. <laughs> I would, would be a big fan of the Grinch at that point. Grim Dark Grinch re reboot. Zack Snyder's The Grinch. Yeah. We haven't gone there yet. It's true. So we, we need to get Dr. Seuss to roll back over in his grave. I mean, he's on his belly right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> having tummy time. All right, you got another idea for a podcast? Sure do. That was three-dimensional family feud, by the way. Oh, yeah, we didn't do a good job there. I apologize. Ah, uh, whatever. We did more three-dimensional Christmas movies in January. That's that's Yeah, we really... Uh, we fucked up. Okay, this one is, is it collectible? Is it collectible? And we just pick a random product that we don't know that there is a fandom around and see if there is somebody who collects vacuum cleaners or there is somebody who, uh, you know, I uh, trying to think of something that isn't obviously collectible vacuum cleaners. Um, mm. Old bottles of Drano. Oh. You, know, you know, just like thing like I know that. I, I could say socks, and obviously there's going to be a sock head out there, but um, there are just certain things that I, I use in my everyday life that I don't 
know of a, but I do know that they're collectible. There's, there's no way we're not gonna find people. Like mugs. Yeah. 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 Like you collect shoes, but they're, (laughs) I, I exclusively collect. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, like how every day I play with my dolls and, uh, Turns out there's a whole market for dolls on the internet. Some like there, I think that there are even companies that that make them. You don't have to make them all yourself. Hmm. They probably don't have the kind I like, though. I saw Barbie at the store, and I was like, "How how am I supposed to have sex with this?" <laughs> Um, <laughs> have have you seen a my size Barbie? It's actually half your size. <laughs> they should call it my type Barbie. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that uh, maybe this is a collectible podcast. Um. We should definitely market it to uh, people like my dad who just think that eventually everything is going to be a collectible and uh, then they never throw out like a just huge Rubbermaid containers of old Happy Meal toys. Like, who, who knows? Oh, yeah. And, and maybe we do it like mad money so so we're getting really excited about how valuable these vacuum cleaners are we have, we have a big button. go and check your storage shed right now if you have a no, pistol no, 4200 no. it's selling like crazy right now <laughs> go and get it out people want this we could do we could make this a service where uh people can write into us and be like tell us what their parents are hoarding and then we'll do an episode where we claim that that stuff is is going for a lot of money right now. It, it's kind of that that joy of of watching uh, Antiques Roadshow, minus the expertise of the people uh, appraising these things. Yeah, it's it's more like Pawn Stars. Mm-hmm. I guess though the problem that we're going to run into with the idea of telling people's parents that it's worth a lot of money is that um that it's not worth a lot of money and they're gonna find out when they try to sell it so maybe we do we create our own uh fantastical character like the tooth fairy and it's the it's the collectible the collectible geek he needs a proper name though but you just Tell your parents, oh, you know, I heard that the collectible geek will uh, bring you joy and good luck if you put all of these uh, uh, precious moments figurines out on the street corner. (laughs) And they'll be gone when you wake up, and that's how you know the collectible geek was here. And and he loves you very much, and and, uh, here's a crisp uh, $5 bill. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That could be wonderful. Is it collectible? All right. Moving on. <sighs> Where's the Oh, maybe maybe it's the the hoarding hag. That that could be Ooh. our mythical creature. The hoarding hat. Hoarding hag. <laughs> it says Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hear it from outside. <laughs> Baskin Robbins mini helmets. What if that was <laughs> I got mine at Ponderosa. <laughs> they had the mini helmets, too. Oh. All right, folks. Let's go. Uh, let's go to the hotline. If you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us at our podcast hotline. 
Pods. 702-PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-P. Or you can email us at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. And we have an email this week. Uh, Gavin writes, ones and zeros. Or, this is parentheses, or fuck the world. Let the podtron generate random nouns. And then you give it a one or a zero on the binary. Ooh. So I get what he, what he's uh what Gavin is talking about for if you don't know a one and zero on the binary is like a simplification of like uh, when you rate someone on, on sexiness on a scale of one to ten. One the, when you do it with the binary, it's just a would you have sex with it or this or is them, just I a, guess. a pure yes no on off. Yeah scenario but with the with the computer picking things so it, it's funny that we already brought up uh, sex with inanimate objects on this episode and now here we are we already know how i feel about the my size barbie i don't feel, feel I don't good know. about it feel feel really good about it yeah, I'm not sure if we could make the computer just do a list of no- like if we said list nouns, it would probably come back with like crambling. And we'd be like, what is what is crambling? What is crambling? I don't know. That's what I'm saying is that it comes up with gibberish words. Yeah. When it, when it tries to make a list, it 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 outputs like gibberish that sounds like a word. So we might end up having to decide whether or not we want to have sex with Stutznik. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll I'll just keep I'll keep them coming. This is just I'm coming up with the Podtron words here. Hoberry. Yeah. Cheeple. Mhm. Yes. Wabies. <laughs> yes. You're a slut. <laughs> I like trying anything new that I haven't tried already. <laughs> this might be a bad game for me. People... Snuts. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm getting excited. Mm. Blursonality. Sure. All right. Well, I think that <laughs> we could just do the whole podcast, <laughs> but we're just willing to have sex with everything. <laughs> you asked me 500 Pretty words, and I agree with all of them. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Fire the truck. The merrier. Mailman. Which mailman? <laughs> Ennui. Yeah, I do it. Every I do day. It. Every day I do. Mm. Oh boy. All right. Let's why don't we why don't we talk to the Podtron but in its official capacity as the uh as the creator of ideas of podcasts. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is a artificial intelligence that we created to help us come up with ideas for podcasts. We give it the names of all of the most popular podcasts, and then it tries to synthesize that list into a new list of ideas for us. And uh, the first one from the list this week <clears throat> is a podcast called Creek Week in America. And this is EA, Creek. Oh, so so this is like the, the noise that my knees make. Yes. It's and not a, uh going down and doing a little bit of fishing. Yeah. It's it's creek with an A and then week with two E's. This could be I mean the opposite would be a, like a creek week would just be like a dried up, you know. In the summertime when the creek Oh bed, yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, all, all you can really go down there. there is uh, maybe maybe collect some flat stones for later when the water comes back for skipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There might might be some some. I don't know. Bugs moved in there. I don't know. But that's not what it is. We we got to do uh, the other kind of creek week. Um, is is this just like a week where all of America decides to do X number of squats together? I mean, maybe not even that because doors, you know. Oh yeah. Stairs and doors. We 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 could just cancel WD forty for a week. Yeah. But this would be a weekly podcast. Sorry about your luck, WD-40. <laughs> You're out of here. Hit the road, PB Blaster. We're, we're, we're like for one entire year, we're going to do this podcast and we're just going to get all of our listeners to record their door creaks and we're going to make the ultimate Halloween sound effects compact disc for you all to to uh, uh, use in your everyday life but it's just it's just the creaking sound effects there's no like year one is door creaks like we're we're gonna get some bats in there year two like uh maybe uh we'll do a wolf howling year it'll it'll just be like a uh gonna amass an amazing library of sound effects Mm-hmm. We'll do a, yeah, a, a wolf howling year. And yeah, like we're, a... we're going to sell like one of those. Uh, uh, going to have to get an infomercial and do one of those rhino music or uh, I'm trying to think of the other one, uh, but we'll sell our. Uh, there will be about at least 10, may, maybe up to 100 different Halloween sound effects. Com- compact discs maybe we have to sell them on other media as well We're, uh, yeah so we each one is a is a collection of one sound yeah so it's like time time life records presents creek week in america <laughs> and then it's nothing but creaking sounds yeah. and then and then you also have squeak week squeak week that's the that's the squeak will to creak week. <laughs> yeah, it is. Then you got sneak week, and that that'll be all the <laughs> <laughs> like like all the sneaky laughs. Oh, I thought it would be like that. You know, the, like, oh yeah. Sound. Maybe maybe we split that one into a double album with a uh, uh, t- tiny toe tapping uh, 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 feet. Running across the room sound effects, and, and then also quiet giggles. <laughs> Little elves coming to make my <laughs> shoes in the night. The, the elves and are then, coming. Then the to next take one would be Beak Week, and that that's going to get your owls and and other like uh, okay, birds wait, of I prey. Thought that this was supposed to be all. <laughs> You're just doing Creek things week. to end in eek now. Yeah, I know. Creek Week starts it out. <laughs> but I thought it was sound effects. <laughs> They're organized by rhyme. <laughs> well, I mean, all of these have have a like a, a, a like a sound effect analog. Beak Week. Yeah, it's just birds. That's a whoo whoo whoo. And then Cheek Week. It's just. Uh, butts getting slapped. <laughs> Maybe some farts, mm-hmm. like a boom. Oh, you, you might might have some elderly family members who are like, "Oh, isn't he so precious?" Because <laughs> it's like it gets pinched. Yeah, right on the butt. <laughs> so precious. <laughs> That's what the movie Precious was about. I don't know if you ever saw it. Uh, is that the one that's based on the novel uh, uh, Push by Sapphire? Oh, you've heard of it. Ah, yes. <clears throat> I 
I actually have never seen Precious. I have, but it's it was one time. It, it's not one of those uh, fun party movies for to be sure. <laughs> Everybody come over. We're watching Precious. I made a big pot of chili, and we're all watching Precious. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. That's a funny name. Sapphire. Huh? Just that's it? I mean, when I was trying to remember what to say at that point in time, I I almost called it the novel Sapphire by Push, but I stopped myself because I was like, nobody doesn't make any sense. Sapphire is a name for a human. Yeah, maybe, maybe not a human, but an X-Men more, for sure. More so than Pushes. Push would be a better name for an X-Men, though. It at least it describes what their power is. I mean, I kind of think Cyclops could be called Push. Because what's coming out of his eyes isn't a laser. I'm trying to remember how it's always described, but it's it's just pushing the, people away it's not burning them or i thought that it was burning it's Just not la- laser, laser like a, his it, it, cyclops's power is actually that's it's the male gaze <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah made and 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 just think about if it, if if somebody a little bit hornier had gotten it i mean cyclops is yeah, it'd be cheek week. About as sure. milk toast as it gets. And he's you know, just wrecking motherfuckers with that. Yeah. Thank oh, I thank my lucky stars. Yeah. Yeah, you would not be able to turn it off. You'd be like blasting your my size Barbies across the room all the time. <laughs> it'd be in shambles. All of my dolls. <laughs> All right, do you have do you have one of the, from the Podron? Yeah. This one is Elvisible or Elvisible. That's amazing, Charlene Sal. <laughs> okay, wait. I was writing down Elvisible. It, it, like, it's like, like Elvis, Elvis Able. I I don't know if it's Elvisible, Elvisible, or Elvisible. Elvis Able. It's something that is. Um, Capable of being Elvis. Yeah. And then it, there's a comma, and then there's that's amazing Charlene <laughs> Sal. Do we know who Charlene Sal is? No. That 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 is the biggest question mark in this one. Because I, I, I think it is uh we we could have a guest on and and we just treat the guest as if they are Elvis. And they're playing a game where it's fun to to be invisible. So it's just all of the the Memphis crew uh, being like, "Where the hell did Elvis go? Holy shit! He go in the kitchen? Where where no. where's Elvis? <laughs> just, <laughs> just just all the Memphis crew treating Elvis like he's a five year old as as he giggles in the corner." <laughs> Just a little baby version of Elvis. Yeah, and and you, and that's my favorite. Elvis is, is is a little baby Elvis. Do you think it would be funnier if you had a baby Elvis who had the whole Elvis getup, but was a baby? Or, and I'm thinking like late Elvis, you know, white polyester suit with a cape mm-hmm. the big gold sunglasses and all the rings and chains or just a miniature version of Elvis like just a like a like we just kept breeding Elvis until we got a very small Elvis proportionally the same as he ever was but Maybe so, like a so this and a half. isn't an Elvis that is this small because of any sort of a defect 
it, and maybe you shrink genetics, ray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's <laughs> kind of like Indian in the cupboard style. That's the best one. But uh, I think Nicolas Cage played uh, a tiny Elvis on Saturday Night Live in the early nineties. What really? They they kept. Tiny E, that's that's hilarious. Look look, look at him dancing on that donut. You you go, Tiny E. <laughs> what? I, I I think that that you have uh, written a very good Saturday Night Life sketch from the. Uh, I I'm I'm gonna guess from 1991. <laughs> oh well. Let's uh, chalk it up to parallel thinking. <laughs> Do you have another one? <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a text that uh that apparently uh my son uh went to the bookstore cuz he had a gift gift card from Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh somehow <clears throat> uh my wife didn't notice until after they were checking out that he spent his uh his christmas gift card to the bookstore on a pair of socks that say fuck off (laughs) (laughs) that's cool Mm. (laughs) i did i that is a theory that I've had for for a while is that these bookstores all have action figures, uh, board games, uh, different different sorts of games, lots of things that aren't books. Oh and, yeah, and I figured that the... was mostly for for people giving kids gift cards. Yeah, it's like uh, they have like glow in the dark putties and slimes. Yeah, a, a build your own wooden birdhouse kit. Lots of erasers, rain sticks, rain stick. <laughs> Very expensive stuffed frogs. <clears throat> All right. Is he allowed to have those socks? Like, uh, he's I mean, not going to show up, show him off to the camera when he's in school, is he? Yeah, he's going to go run into the Capitol building with those socks. Oh on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I got another one here. Okay. This is called the Joseph Gordon Life. Okay. The Joseph Gordon Life. And I guess this would be, I mean, clearly this would be about Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? I that, That's the only Joseph Gordon I can think of. Is his, his name is Joseph Gordon. Levitt. So I guess, I, I think. But like his first uh, like, name is Joseph Gordon. Is it hyphenated? I, I think that his first name is Joseph and his middle name is Gordon. No. I don't know. His last name is hyphenated. It's Gordon Levitt. But that is such a common name. Like, I, I was just thinking that there's probably a somewhat famous just Joseph Gordon. Yeah, maybe. I'm sorry. I just, <clears throat> I just, when I was looking up how his uh, name was hyphenated, I uh, clicked on Wikipedia, on the Wikipedia for him, and <clears throat> in the opening paragraph, it, it ends with, he previously directed and edited two short films, both of which were released in 2010. Morgan M. Morganson's Date with Destiny and Morgan and Destiny's 11th Date, The Zeppelin Zoo. And, man, I hate Joseph Gordon-Levitt now. He, I mean... Who names something like that? You don't want to go to a Zeppelin Zoo? Just, oh... That is some lemony snickets bullshit. If ever I, I heard mean, it, it is. But I mean, try a zoo starts with a Z, and there aren't that many other things that do. And one of them is a 
a, a balloon in the air. How fucking magical can you get? I mean, could you imagine how much worse the Hindenburg would have been <laughs> if they, if that, if 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 it was an arc? Obviously, <laughs> the. the Margaret M. Morganson's fantastical flying zoo is lifting off, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the animality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Joseph Gordon life. I'd, I'd be interested to look into that because, uh, honestly, where's he been? He's one of He's those been, those ones that was like that's a pretty much an A list star, and I feel like I haven't seen him in anything in three years. He was in uh, he was in that movie where he was addicted to porn, and that that's more than three years ago. Don Don John Don John, not Don Juan. Okay, maybe that's the maybe that's the Joseph Gordon life. Yeah just uh not being able to stop jacking off we just do the uh the episode of seinfeld the bet and uh whichever uh one of us wins uh gets we do the opposite not of the... piss off scarlett johansson <laughs> yeah we, we do the opposite where um the first one of us to stop jacking off <laughs> we do a jackathon to raise awareness oh, about yeah. Scarlett like, Johansson, like those those, those <laughs> things where, where where you gotta dance for twenty four hours, or it's like who can give the longest hug? Hands on a hard body. Yeah, hands on your hard body. <laughs> hands on your own hard body. The Joseph Gordon Life. That's the full title. Hands on a hard body, or the Joseph Gordon life, if, or if, if we could actually get that competition together, that would make an amazing documentary. <laughs> full, full stop. Like I mean, we 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 could stop trying to make a podcast. We would just be filmmakers at that point. I am certain that we could that someone has already made this documentary <laughs> in the sense have just filmed a bunch of dudes jacking off. Yeah, but they can't stop. There's a prize that they're 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 jacking for. <sighs> we could just we could just pretend that there was a prize. Find one of those movies. Maybe maybe this is <laughs> is is a full season of a reality show where we just film everything for for like 48 hours but we somehow turn it into a 13 one hour episode. A television one, program, yeah, one long jackathon. But then we uh, we add some sort of narration, so it so yeah. it's art. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, probably. <laughs> Those boys were jacking off. As soon as I saw Andy Dufresne, I thought. Well, this tall drink of water can't keep jacking his dick all goddamn day. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I don't even sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more of uh, a March of the Penguins, Morgan Freeman. But These penguins. If, if, if he has a personal relationship with every contestant, that would be amazing. <laughs> This, this serial killer making all of his victims stand around and jack off. <laughs> Brad Pitt's here. <laughs> he made those boys jack off until they couldn't jack off no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with that last idea. All right, this is the Soar Lincoln Project. 
<laughs> Sore Lincoln Project. Yeah. S O R E. Yeah. And well, uh, uh, it's pretty well known. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was a boxer, a wrestler, a ball player. I mean, he he got that weird, possibly Marfan syndrome body into a lot of uh, soreness-inducing games. Yeah, and and so maybe also we... had herpes. Well, who doesn't? Me, me for one. <laughs> As far as I know, as far as I know. <clears throat> I've been tested for COVID a lot this year, not for herpes. <laughs> what if they what if they swabbed your nose and then they called you up and they're like, you got herpes. Yeah, it's in your nose. You have you nose herpes. No- <laughs> you got nose herpes. Now, we um, don't want to ask any questions here, but how does I'm just calling to let you know. I have to let everyone who I swabbed know that they have nose herpes now. <laughs> Hello. Um, yes. Uh, uh, hello. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a big Mongolian guy. Everybody. Hey, he's really mad. <laughs> What if we did, um, you know, it's the it's the new year and it's the new you. Everybody's talking about how they're going to get in shape, you know, setting mm-hmm. goals. You know how there's like Ty Bo where it was like Billy Blanks was like, you could do kickboxing with me on TV. And then you'd have to or like uh, hip hop abs. Remember that one? Yeah. Where they add like a they add some sort of thematic element into just doing aerobics for a while. What if we did one, but it was all Abraham Lincoln themed? So we combine boxing and chopping wood. Can we still get Billy Blanks and just make him wear a stovepipe hat? We give him a we give him a little fake beard and a stovepipe hat. And, and, like, he'll just work in information about Abraham Lincoln's life to uh, try to inspire the, the, the people who are trying to uh, lose that weight. Yeah. And one, and two, and three, and four. And did you know that Abraham Lincoln started out as a, a railroad lawyer? <laughs> Five, and six, <laughs> and seven, and eight. He had to do his homework by candlelight. He had to do his lunges by candlelight. <laughs> yeah, you're just dressed up as Lincoln, and you're doing, you're doing like and chop, and chop, and split that rail. Yeah, and box, <laughs> and chop, and punch, 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 and it's orate, and orate, and punch, punch, chop. We, we, just... we could absolutely do a George Washington as well. Probably a Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, maybe we could uh, get Obama in there, and not have a have a workout actor play him. Have a have him actually. Yeah, just put on the sweats, Obama. He's like uh, this. This move is windsurfing with Richard Branson. And and this I, one I think people is... are, I mean, as far as, you know, presidents are usually a little bit older. And in this day and age, uh, uh, when was the last president who was fitter than Obama? Probably Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is pretty, pretty slim. Pretty I think he could take middle. Obama in a fight. Are we I talking mean, prime you... Carter? Yeah, Carter prime. This 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 is a peanut man. He's he's been peanutting. I I don't even I can't even picture a peanut plant to be honest. Yeah, I I guess not. But can you picture a peanut bush? Is it a peanut tree? Peanut shrub? Peanut vine? Maybe Damn. maybe they're like uh potatoes and you just got to dig Dig down deep. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't never know. will. 
<laughs> I refuse to learn. <clears throat> All right. But, just... uh, if if Carter doesn't want to do it, I'll play him. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll dig those peanuts. We'll have we'll have Jimmy Carter do the Jimmy Carter's peanut pick and workout. Yeah. It'd be it'd be sad like when they kept making Ruth Bader Ginsburg lift those teeny tiny barbells. <sighs> do you think all the vice presidents are going to be sad since they always had the the vice presidential medal of physical fitness in schools? Wait, was that the vice president? I thought it was the vice president. <laughs> I vaguely remember this. I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. Uh, I thought it was the president. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Anyway, <clears throat> let's run through these again. Okay. So we have one of us leaves and the other one vamps. Fun facts. Three-dimensional family feud. Is it collectible? Ones and zeros. Creek Week in America. Elvisable, that's amazing. Charlene Sal. The Joseph Gordon Life. And the Sore Lincoln Project. So, lots of lots to work with this week. I, I think that the easiest one to do is, is it collectible? Um, but I think that it is... Uh, Wanting adornment. So mm. I, I think that we could possibly also maybe have an invisible Elvis in there. Or... I think that, yeah, Elvisable. Yeah. Say, say him at me again. <laughs> there was one All other right. one I thought that would work that one. Uh, one of Us Leaves and the Other Vamps. Fun facts. Three-dimensional family feud. Is it collectible? Ones and zeros, Creek Week in America, oh, Elvisable, that's zeros. amazing, Charlie and Sal. What? I think I think we should combine ones and zeros. And the collectibles? Yeah. So we find out if something is collectible, and then we decide whether or not we would have sex with it. Yeah, so so it might be uh tens, elevens, oh ones, and double zeros. So we, we will be finding out if something is collectible and if it's fuckable. Okay. All right, folks. Well, if you want to hear that podcast, you can head to the Patreon at patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet, uh, where we will be doing the podcast where we find out if things are collectible and if they are fuckable. <laughs> and, and, and giving you a two-digit code so that you can read that and, and proceed accordingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't understand the ones and twos and elevens <laughs> and tens or whatever. Now I get it. Uh, yeah, so uh, head on over there. Go on uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a review. And uh, tell, tell your mother. But don't tell our mothers. All right. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.